Hey, 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 it's Coach Mark here of the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. And today I have another special guest. His name is Anthony Mendes. Anthony is an entrepreneur, coach, athlete, and fitness professional with 10 years of experience in the field. Anthony specializes in loaded and unloaded movement training and mindset coaching. This unique style consists of unconventional tools, body weight, flows, and correctives. In addition to training, it's all about nourishing the mind, body, and soul. From private celebrity clientele to online coaching, he takes an overall fitness approach when working with every client to achieve optimal results. He's a dedicated community leader on social media and uses his platform to network, educate, and build with others to create a lasting impact. He also hosts multiple fitness events in Miami and is a current athlete for brands such as Puma and Omnit. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about hybrid coaching. What is hybrid coaching and why hybrid coaching is the future of fitness? Let's dive in. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, um, and listeners heard it already in the intro, um, but I want to know it from you. Always more important to hear from the person, actually, uh, who is Anthony Mendez. Maybe give us a little bit of a breakdown. Definitely. So uh, who, who is Anthony Mendez? So I say uh, father first, uh, father first. Um, you know, inspiring um, entrepreneur who wants to achieve many great things in the world with many of his wild and crazy ideas. Um, but, you know, in, in detail, I'm, I'm a fitness business coach. Um, I'm also the, the co-host of the Sorted Out podcast with my buddy, Josh Evans. Um, and I actually will announce it here, which I announced it yesterday for the first time on another live that I was doing. And um, I'm actually um, now opening up a fit pro agency where I can help now um, coaches to be able to fully automate um, all their business, all their uh, fitness businesses online, uh, build teams together, get them the tools they need to just be able to scale, um, get them the exposure they need to be seen, um, you know, as credible individuals. So that's an exciting project. I'm, I'm excited to have to have been launching now, coming up in uh, at the beginning of September, um, and I'm definitely excited to get that into the hands of others. Nice. And I've been following you probably for more than a year now. Um, finally, we connect. Um, I want to actually go back a little bit um, in, in your life, um, where that all started, where the fitness journey started. Maybe you have an athletic background, probably you do. Um, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, man. So, you know, going way back, uh, when I started my journey, um, getting into the coaching training world, was really right when I finished playing uh, high school football, you know, um, and I've always been a, an athlete. I've always been an individual that's been involved in, in um, some kind of activities, especially outdoors. I love being outdoors. And, you know, right when that last season finished, um, I was a senior and um, that's it, right? That's it. You're, you're not going back to school next year. So you're not doing spring training. You're not going back to those, uh, you know, getting ready to, to play for the next season. It's, Hey, that's it. You're, you're, you're going off on your own now. So I had to, first of all, figure something out um, that's going to keep me active. Right. So as a football player, you know, at the time I was weighing 225 pounds, wow. you know, I was eating, but I was lifting like crazy. You know, I was a, I was a pretty big guy. And, um, you know, I said, well, if I keep eating like this and I'm not training, well, it's going to look bad. It's going to be bad. So I had to figure out how am I going to be able to change that. So the first thing was like, okay, maybe I should join a gym. 
And my mom had been an instructor for Bally's um, for 24 years. And, um, you know, she got my foot in the door with Bally's and she said, look, you know, I'll get you in the gym. She's like, I want to talk to them. See if we can get you a personal training job. And that's exactly what happened. You know, so I was literally 17 um, and I started as a trainer that last half of my senior year. And from there, uh, actually wrong. I was 18. I turned 18 and then I started left. Uh, I started going into uh, I started at 17. And right when I turned 18, I was going there full time. And um, I started working as a full time trainer, finishing through my senior year. I started working all, all late nights from when I would leave school, I would literally be there till 11 at night. And I remember that journey was insane. Um, and then from there, you know, I kept moving forward, got into L.A. Fitness once they bought out all the Bally's. And um, from there on, I literally said I need to jump. You know, I was with L.A. Fitness for three and a half years. And I said, I want to, you know, get to the next level of coaching if I'm going to make this a career. And I went to Equinox uh, Academy in New York and I studied through, under Equinox. And then from there, I came back to Florida, worked for um, Equinox in the Gables, was there for three years. And really was there back in 2013, 2014, when I really started like taking my social media even more seriously. And I had been doing some stuff before prior. I was, you know, doing a lot of health and fitness tips and little things I was doing, but you know, it wasn't, I wasn't turning, I wasn't really utilizing for what it could be used. And, you know, my eyes opened when I had a, a buddy of mine at Equinox that said, Hey, look, um, I've been shooting these videos. Um, look what it's been doing for me. I've been able to collaborate with these people. I've been able to, um, you know, get a lot of traction and clients from this. You need to jump on uh, and do this with me. And I said, all right, let's do it. So he started recording me. I started recording him. We started editing our videos and one thing led to the other. And my page started blowing up. My, it started getting traction and um, it got to the point where, you know, I'm in my final year of Equinox and I think it was like maybe six months before I left. Um, my buddy was like, Hey dude, I'm leaving Equinox. He's like, this social media stuff has been giving me full work. Like I can leave. And he put his, he put his resignation. He left um, right after he left. We've continued to work together. I was still at Equinox, but they didn't like it. And um, they started giving me some tension for that. So I was at the point where it got to the point where I almost had to, I had to make a decision. They made me make a decision where it was like stay at Equinox or, or choose your Instagram. And, you know, I rolled with my gut, you know, even though I wasn't planning on leaving Equinox for maybe another year, I had to, you know, I made that jump and took that leap of faith and, you know, I went all in and I became an independent coach, you know, took all my clients um, and then was independent, was um renting out at a studio for about six months. And then me and two other buddies opened up a gym for a year and a half. And I went, um, I was still training some of my private, but I also went fully online as well with online coaching, online fitness coaching. And when we lost the gym, um, we had to let go of our gym that we, we had for a year and a half um, due to a new owner coming in and, and literally raising our rent up the roof. It was, it was that moment where I realized I didn't need to be in a gym anymore. And the reason why I said that is because even during that year and a half that I was at the gym and I was training of like, Oh, I, I literally maybe only had like five, maybe six person in clients that I was seeing because the rest was online and I was doing so many brand deals. I was, I was training, I was coaching people online because of my social media and I was really more just managing the gym and then just like training the few five, six clients that I had. And when we had to leave, I realized that both of my partners had to literally like rush to go find places to train their clients. at. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, 
I don't need to do that. Like, thank God for this, you know? And that's what it really, that's when it hit me that social media was such a huge platform for opportunity, yeah. you know, where I didn't have to worry and rush out and figure something out. I already had something. And um, from there, I kept growing. I got offered by Puma to join as an athlete. Juma, uh, Puma um, uh, reached out to me through email. Um, the funny thing is I didn't open that email. I didn't uh, believe that email for two days, mm-hmm. thinking that it was fake until I said, you know what, let me Google the email. And then I was like, oh, shoot, it is Puma. I better hit them up now. Yeah. Uh, if not, I'm going to lose this opportunity. Uh, so I did that and um, been able to work with Puma for four years now. Amazing company. Um, you know, has really supported me in my, my journey, my endeavors and, and anything I needed. And then from there, I, I've been able to, to scale, you know, what I've been able to do as an online fitness coach, I was able to scale that, figure out how to do that on my own and make it successful. And then I said, you know what, if I can do this for, for myself, I could do this for coaches. And I've always loved the social media. I understand it very well. I love the business side of things. And to, as of, uh, two, over two years ago, a little bit over two years ago, um, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to go on in with the business coaching. And that's exactly what I did. I, I jumped in with the business coaching. At first, I was doing it on the back end. I wasn't really promoting it um, that much. I was just really trying to get clients and work on the back end just to see how it goes. And then I really started promoting it right before COVID yeah. um, started. That's when I really started promoting it. Crazy. I never even thought COVID would, you know what I mean? Not thinking COVID was going to happen, but I literally started like now pushing it on social right before COVID and then COVID happened. It was just like, everybody needed to get online. So it's crazy how sometimes things work, but that's been my journey. Um, That's when I I also started my, my podcast with my buddy, Josh during COVID. And um, you know, we just saw, seek the opportunities and we also stuck, you know, stuck to what we knew we needed to do. And and we just rolled with it, you know, and that's kind of my, my journey in a nutshell of where I started to where I'm at today. Yeah, and we have so many similarities <laughs> from you. You've been an American football player. I played soccer. Um, you've been in the fitness industry since 18, which is a long time. Um, I didn't know um, that, which is awesome. I mean, that's I don't know how old you are. So Yeah, I'll, I'll be 29 now in November. 29 now. So it's going to be, yeah, yeah. 12 years, approximately 12 years. 11, 12 years. Exactly. That's a long time. So you're... You've been in that industry. You know the industry. Um, same for me. I've been in the industry. Um, I started in Germany uh, since I was 21. I'm 37 now. So it's 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 quite quite a journey for us. Um, I want to know from you what's the most fun as a coach and now for you. Um, so you're saying as a fitness coach before. As a, as a fitness coach before and now as a as a fitness uh, entrepreneur, um, yeah, coach. Definitely. So I would say the most fun thing is uh, what I miss. So I guess I can kind of say like more of what I miss since I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Uh, more of what I had fun and that I miss as a fitness coach was the fact that I was I can be moving around constantly, you know, on the gym floor and like talking, like just being around that kind of ambiance of people with trainers and members and stuff like that you know when i was at a gym yeah. uh, this is when i was at a gym um and just i was at probably at the best shape of my life because i'm on my feet all day yeah. i'm lifting people's stuff for them and then i'm training myself uh, and it's easy to get a workout in because you're already there so um I, I i gotta say the funnest part was you know honestly just being to interact and also i would say like just be able to like you know have fun with all the coaches there, you know, as a family, um, you know, be able to learn from each other. 
uh, constantly uh, being able to be around those members and just, you know, learn so much cool things about these members that you never would even thought of meeting these new members. For me, I've always had fun networking. So yeah. I was a huge networker. So I would take advantage and network the shit out of the floor mm-hmm. um, and be around so many people and just learn about them. Um, opportunities I never thought I'd get in my life. And I think that's one of the fun things about, you know, when you're, you're a coach or a trainer at a gym is that I think some people take this for granted where sometimes, and I'm, I'm not saying I wasn't one of those, you know, my first year where it was like, man, like the floor shifts and this, this sucks and blah, blah. But then I started changing the way I was thinking, you know, after start talking to one of my buddies who was a coach and, you know, I realized I'm like, man, like many people wish they can get in front of this high caliber type of clientele in a setting like this where I can speak to these people and actually learn and who knows what can come from this. So, you know, I had fun looking at it as like, this is a huge networking pool that many people wish they can be in. Yeah. Uh, many people don't even get the opportunity to talk to these kind of people and I can, you know, so I, I, I switched my mindset around and I started attacking that hard and man, I've met so many great people, people I do business with today. Um, you know, people I'm doing other projects with today that were from members of Equinox um and you know for me that was probably one of the funnest things that i miss about being at the gym setting yeah um what i find really interesting what you said is um it hit me when i when i found out i just i don't need a gym even you know uh from being in a gym for so many years and then transferring uh, your clients maybe uh, outside the gym um how was that for you um and i know it from your social media you you've been uh, putting out so many great workouts where you don't even need a gym, where you just need your body and yourself, right? Um, exactly. Do you think that is gonna, this this movement in, in general, because I, I'm pretty much the same same way when even when COVID hit, I didn't even see a gym from the inside anymore. Um, do you think that movement will get stronger and stronger and the gyms have to adapt to that? Or what, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, so, you know, going back to the, the other question too of like what I find the most fun now, is the fact that I can go, I can be anywhere, wherever I want. You know, I can access my clients whenever I want. I can work with my clients wherever I want. Um, I'm not fixated. I'm not stuck. Um, and that's the fun thing about what I do now is that I don't, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, tied into these four corners of a place. I can literally go up and go to my office. I can work from home. I can go to the cafe. I can go wherever I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can literally sit under a palm tree and work with my clients if I wanted to, right? So I think that's the fun part of now. And I think that goes to, to also part of what we're talking about here is that, you know, there's more accessibility to do things in different ways. And really where I see the fitness industry going, and I'm not saying that gyms are going to disappear. They're not. Um, and I think gyms are still very important. And I feel like one-on-one personal training is still very important because a lot of people will be like, oh, but, you know, you're, you're the advocate of online coaching. And I'm, I am, but there's something you're never going to get in person that, you know, you're going to get something different in person than you will get online regardless. Right. Unless somehow they come with some crazy invention in the future, but as of right now, you know, they're both, they're both pros and cons, right? There's both pros and cons on both of them and you got to use them at their strengths. So as an online coach, obviously you're focused on online coach, but for people who are still in gyms and gyms who want to still function, for them, it's going to change more drastically than somebody like us who's like, oh, we're an online coach. That's all we're doing. Cool. But for a gym, it's not like that anymore because the problem is, is now people have gotten used to the online coaching, especially during COVID. And look, 
Things are shutting down again in other places. Restrictions are happening again in other places. You know, um, you know, look at some of these other countries where they're still shut down. So COVID has still, you know, allowed for people to still even go to some gyms in some part of the world or some parts of the states to a certain degree. So people are still forced to be online. And what people have realized, especially during COVID, is that I can still get results. Yeah. I can actually still um, achieve my goals. And I don't have to drive 15, 20, 30 minutes somewhere and then drive 15, 20, 30 minutes back and lose time. Right. And I think that's part of it as well. And then also the other thing is, I, I like I tell people all the time, it takes only about 60, 90 days to create a new habit. So if you think about it, when COVID hit, it's been over a year and a half. That's more than enough for people to create a solid habit which people have been creating a habit with I'm doing online coaching. So once somebody realizes that this new habit of them being on online is working and they like it and they don't have a problem with it, they're going to stick to it. So a lot of gyms are, don't get me wrong. A lot of people have come back, but a lot of people haven't come back either. And I know from experience talking to a lot of friends who own gyms here, who own studios, and they tell me we're not at full capacity. There's still a lot of people that don't want to come back. Um, and now for them, you have to ask yourself, well, how can I make myself accessible to these people without necessarily having them in here in my studio or my gym? How can I give them a different offer? How can I give them, how can I diversify what I have and bring something in or create something that can give these people, uh, the wanting to continue to be part of my, my community. Right. And that's where gyms have to realize like, it's not going to be in person only anymore. You have to offer the hybrid model. You have to be hybrid. You know, you have to figure out whether I'm going to offer online coaching programs. I'm going to do live streams. Um, you know, how am I going to do this? Whatever works best for you. But you have to offer something online because if not, you are going to lose a lot of people to other places that offer that. Um, and most importantly, too, is you got to realize as things move forward, social media, digital, phone, computers, everything's already going online. Look at Amazon, right? Look at Amazon. Amazon's destroyed stores right yeah, like like jc pennies and macy's and all these are now eliminating stores from malls and they're more going online you know look you know for walmart and target you know for them they're still relevant because they're so big and also too they have a huge online presence as well and yeah. they kind of do both but the other ones amazon's destroyed them you Absolutely. know so amazon is all online right? Except their warehouses just to ship out the stuff, but they do everything online. So what people are going to realize is that everything is going online and gyms, especially big box gyms. I think they're the ones that are going to get the biggest hit because I think with boutique, you can still get away with like making a unique hybrid model, but big box gyms are the ones that are going to have to get very creative because I don't think that, I don't think that you're going to see the normal typical big box gym where it's thousands and thousands of members. I don't think that that's going to be something in the future anymore. I think, yes, right now they're trying to figure things out, but I think they're going to have to realize they might have to scale a little bit um, and just tailor to offering a hybrid model that can can service those who want to be indoors and those who want to be out of there. And for those who say, you know what, maybe I'll come in twice a week and then the other two, three times, I'll just do it on at home. Online, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And it's interesting to me. I work for Fitness First. I don't know if you know the. it's a, it's a big chain uh, in Europe and Asia, Australia. Um, they closed down in the beginning of COVID. 
and they didn't reopen until the first where it wasn't locked down anymore. And they didn't do anything online. And they're one of the biggest ones. I, 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 I still don't understand what, why they didn't do, but it's, it's super interesting. And then you see these small boutique gyms, even privately owned, they're getting so creative with like, they almost have a film studio in the, in the, in the studio now. And, and then just doing these classes with different coaches, which is so awesome to see. And that's how they keep, getting new members and also maintaining their own uh, members. Exactly. I want to jump to Puma because Puma uh, was a big part of mine too. When I grew up, teenager in Germany, I had soccer cleats from, from Puma. I love the company. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about your involvement with Puma. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I'll kind of tell you my involvement, how I was a fitness coach and kind of now how things are starting to shift a little bit with more of what I do, which is really cool. But, you know, early on as a fitness coach, you know, you know, we did, we did a lot of campaigns, um, lots of events, you know, very big on event supporting summits. Um, we did a lot of, uh, uh, found, um, what do you call it? Uh, foundations and um, doing um, cool service work as a, as a community with the fitness and Puma community, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and the great thing is that they literally support you in whatever it is that you, almost practically whatever it is that you want to do, as long as it, it ties in with with their values and morals and makes sense, they'll they'll support you. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, practically every event I've done, they've supported me. They've let me use their name as sponsors. They've given me tons and tons of of merch, shoes, shirts, towels, bands, yeah. bottles, you name it, to really push uh, my event to the next level. Giveaways. Um, resources, whatever I need. Um, they've literally have helped me covered um, even up to my certifications. They've helped me pay for my certifications, which is That's amazing. Funny. Many companies don't do that, um, you know, for renewals or for new ones I want to do. So, you know, I would say they're such a huge, huge, huge support system. I can email them. They'll give me a response the next day or within the wow. same day. Hey, what do you need? How are you doing? Um, and that's what I like about them is that, you know, they're also open to hearing your ideas. What idea do you want to have? Right. They involved last year, they involved me in their new sportswear line. They said, Anthony, what do you think about our new sport? What would you change? What would you keep? What colors do you like? That's you know, and it was really cool to see some of my ideas in their uniforms and I'm sorry, in their in their um, apparel line. And um, I thought that was really cool. You know, the way they involve involve their, their athletes and they care about their athletes. I think it's it shows the level of appreciation that they have and, and they value our opinion. You know, yeah. and I think it's super, super cool. And it shows the quality of the company itself, you know, like what values they have. You know, I mean, there's yeah, totally. companies that don't do that. You know, it's just totally. to see. exactly. And, you know, and, and they realize, too, like. At the end of the day, too, like, you know, they're they're involved in, in the fitness realm and they're involved in the activity realm. And, you know, they want to hear from the coaches like, hey, what do you guys feel is going to be comfortable, uh, you know, easy to move in? What's going to make our brand better? You know, and yeah. why not hear from the experts who wear this all the time with their clients, you know, and their clients are going to wear that. So, you know, I'm glad that they're open minded like that. And, you know, they they. They really partner up really well with the with the right athletes as well, which I gotta say they they really handpick the right people yeah. to represent their brand, and um, you know showcase it, showcase it in photo shoots, video shoots, campaigns, so on and so forth, events, and yeah, the support's been great, you know. And and now that I'm moving more into the now that I'm in the entrepreneurial realm, more <laughs> you know, these are convos that we've had, and you know they're they're pretty much saying that I've been like their first, you know experiment with this because they've really haven't had somebody who's left the fitness realm and moved into more entrepreneurial fitness yeah, yeah. 
Um, but they're really excited because now they're going to be, we're going to be doing some cool like business events, Q and a stuff with support of Puma um, finding like some of the cool styles that make sense for like almost like a casual athleisure, you know, almost like really cool wear that you can wear to like hang out, but still be presentable as a, as an entrepreneur. And uh, it's kind of cool. Cause we're going to see some of those shifts come along with even like the stuff that they're going to send me now and pushing it out and campaigns and stuff like that. And they want to involve me in some other cool stuff and talk about some ideas. So I'm excited for that. That's going to be a new experience with, with them, but I'm just glad that they see it as an opportunity and not as like, well, he's not, you know, he's not necessarily the athlete anymore of what we thought as a fitness activity athlete, but no, he's an entrepreneurial fitness, you know, uh, athlete, if we want to still call it that, but we're willing to explore those opportunities and see what we can create with this, because his community will support it and, you know, we want to support his. So for me, that, that was really important that, you I know, I think that's, that's that. super exciting. And I think it's <laughs> innovative, you know, it's, uh, they're always looking for new things to do. Um, and if you're the first one to do so, why not exploring it? Right. I, I'm always bugging them. Like you guys are going to see if you're going to be here, I'm going to get you guys the first, the, the Puma Mendes fitness line. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome and um you probably heard that question a lot of times in your life um and it's really to me sometimes really hard to answer where do you see yourself in the next five years or in the next two years in the next three years it's always this question that's being asked um especially now with COVID it's, it's pretty hard to answer but um you touched the subject of having a fit pro agency Maybe touch that a little bit. Maybe that's obviously that's part of your, your game plan. Um, yeah, just explain a little bit what it is and where you see yourself. Yeah, definitely. So I would say, you know, you know, especially doing the business coaching for for a, a bit now, you know, and working with a lot of cl uh, my clients and you know, realizing the impact it's done for their for them personally for their business, you know, opened up my eyes to what's the next level now, you know. And for me, the new gap I want to fill is. Well, once my clients are, are laid down the strong foundation where they're generating over six figures, um, you know, consistently, and they're now living a lifetime opportunity, well, what's the next level for those who want to take it to that next level is, well, we got to build a team now, you know, and uh, we need to have um, the new ways of building credibility and getting the exposure. I need to be able to drive in more traffic and now free up more of my time to focus on how can I get even bigger. And for me, That's where it was like, okay, I've helped them lay the foundation. I helped them give them this, the organic system. I helped them do this. Now they're there. What's the next step? And that's the next step where I want to fill in where it's like, okay, now you need a team. You're, you don't know where to build a team. You don't know where to start. I'm going to help you. Um, you know, I, since I did it for my own business. So that's what we do now. You know, it's, it's basically help um, our coaches that are ready to scale, obviously, that are ready to scale, um, are established. And help them form a team, um, you know, if, help them also with their ads. Uh, we build CRMs as well. So if you, um, if you need a CRM built, we can build that for you. We have our own, our own uh, fitness CRM. Nice. Um, so it's a whole sales tracker. Uh, we have, um, we can get you on the, on, the, on, the feature, on the features, publications, TV that you need to get on to get the right exposure, to be able to get in front of the right people, the right crowd in your niche area, and um, be able to just gain more of that credibility. And, and, and public figure as a, as a fitness uh, professional mm -hmm. and put you up there in the pedestal of your area of your niche. So 
you know, we're, been, we're trying to our best to now really focus on just how can we make this person pop, not only on social media, but outside of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like a lot of people don't understand, but um, you could get easily caught up in thinking that social media is the only way, but you have to diversify yourself into these other platforms as well. And platforms means press, uh, TV, uh, magazines, publications, all that mm-hmm. stuff. If not, you know, first of all, you're not going to be able, you're only going to be stuck into one, uh, one spot. You're not allowing yourself to be in other areas that it's very important for you to be in to also for other eyes to see you. And also too, that is going to support the growth of your social media, right? Because once you're on all these things, people are going to see the successes you're gaining and seeing the platforms you're appearing on. And now that's going to bump you up, right? In the eyes of others, you're pushing forward and you are. You're getting to talk to certain um, leaders um, that you can share information on big TV channels or information on big publications or magazines like Women's Health, Men's Health, that we're helping these coaches get on. Um, So it really sets the bar high to separate yourself apart from other individuals that might not necessarily be getting on these platforms, which is going to help you drive clientele. It's going to help you drive more traffic, more leads, conversions, so on and so forth. And then when you do have your ads and you do create all these other things, it all supports each other, right? And for your team, it makes your team, it's going to make your team much easier too to push your name out there because of the credibility you already have, right? And then going into the team is helping you get your, your virtual assistances in place, get you sales reps, get you appointment setters. Um, and if possibly you need a coach, we show you how to find a coach mm-hmm. to help you, you know, take some of that weight off as well. So you can focus on doing what you do best. And obviously that's part coaching, but also too, you might be very good at creative and you want to continue driving creative and you're the person in front of the camera. So you got to spend more time now content wise being building content. So, you know, for us is really figuring out what your strong suit is. So you can focus on that, building that team, getting everything automated, and getting you um, the, the right tools in place to run the business and then the exposure you need so you can blow up. Got it. Um, and you said team a lot. Um, team, explain a little bit more, dive a little bit more into the team aspect. Um, do you mean um, you team up with different fit pros or do you have a team of, you have a publicist, you have a person that uh, is like, maybe you have a VA, um, maybe you have um, somebody who's handling your ads, right? Um To give us a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. So I would say, you know, it gets to the point where, you know, when you when you realize, okay, I have to scale and I need to build something because if not, I'm going to, you know, burn myself out again. And that's what we don't want is I need help, you know, and, and the first thing you need to realize, well, I'm going to need an assistant. I'm going to need um, reps in here to help me continue selling. I'm going to need another coach along my side to help me coach others. Um, and I'm going to need, um, you know, people to help me get exposed. Right. So, you know, that's what I mean, team as an internal team, that's your internal business team. Right. Um, you need that to keep the wheel moving. Right. Because if you're sleeping at night, you want to make sure your business is so operating. Right. When you wake up, you want to make sure that throughout the day, certain tasks are getting done and you're focusing on what you're best at. Right. Because if you're trying to focus on everything. Eventually, it's going to crumble. Right. Because you can't. And nothing gets done. <laughs> nothing gets done. And also, too, it doesn't allow you to scale even more because you can't even dive in deeper on what you're best at. So if you want to get better at what you're best at, you have to have other people doing other things that are going to help you win. Right. And the other thing is I tell people all the time, it's you have to also hire people who are smarter than you, 
in or in certain areas. Yeah. Um, you want to hire people who are better than you in certain areas. I want to hire a content creator that's better than me at creating content. I want to hire salespeople who can fucking push sales like crazy. You know what I mean? I want to hire the best VA possible who can organize everything because I'm not the best organizer, right? So I want people who can do better jobs at me in those certain areas, right? Because I'm trying to run the whole show. I'm trying to be in the front of the face the whole time, right? And I want my business to explode. So I want people who are better than me in those certain areas to support me and help me drive this forward. And I think that's another thing that as coaches, you know, you got to put that ego aside sometimes, um, you know, because at the end of the day, you most coaches were all alphas. You know, you got to realize that you need people who are better than you, right? You're not going to be the Absolutely. best at everything, and that's okay. You don't want to be the best at everything. Absolutely. Um, and like that, you can drive that agenda much, much further. And I love what you shared. Um, there's so many, so many amazing insights. Not only you were a coach, uh, you were in the field. Um, you are now a business coach, and uh, you're a true professional. I love what you shared today. Um, in the beginning, you said uh, when you when you introduced yourself, um, the first word was uh, "I'm a father." Um, I know you have a daughter. Um, what do you want to give your daughter? It, just one thing that you can say uh, for the future that is the most important to you. Well, what I want my goal for her, what I want to give her, you know, with everything I want to do, is I want to give her the experiences I never had growing up. Yeah. You know, for me, that's the most important thing. Part of what I, you know, everything I'm doing now is so she can have the experiences I never had growing up. Right. And experiences can mean many different things. Right. But I want to give her those opportunities. Absolutely. You know, those are the opportunities. And I also want her to realize, you know, that through hard work and smart work and being around the right people that you can achieve anything you want. Right. And you can really, you know, go after your goals and really make something happen, um, especially if you if you focus if you pay attention, if you listen, if you take action, if you put yourself with winners, you know, yeah. and you you set that up, you know, you set that tone from the beginning, you can achieve anything. You know, I, I you know, I'll, I'll never forget from the way I was in high school, going into the way I am now, even early on as a coach, I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing. I never thought I'd be teaching people, let alone, right? Mm-hmm. I'd always say, me a teacher? Heck no, I would never be a teacher. I'd be, I would be shitless presenting in front of a, in front of my school project or whatever it is in college and look now, you know? So, you know, for me too, is, is to make, you know, my little girl realize that sometimes what you thought before isn't what you're going to see after. And um, that's perfectly okay. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing all the, the nuggets that you shared today. Um, to, at the end, I want to obviously shine on you, where people can find you. Um, yeah, just give us a little bit about the rundown um, here about your yeah. social media presence and your website. Totally, brother. So, you know, you can find me easily at Mendes Fitness on Instagram, uh, Mendes Fitness on YouTube. Um, you can find my podcast on Instagram at sweatedout.podcast. You can also look us up on YouTube at sweatedoutpodcast and all the other podcast yeah. platforms like Apple and, and Spotify. Um, you can connect with me personally through my email as well, mendisfitnesspro at gmail.com. Um, clubhouse, clubhouse as well, Anthony Mendes. Um, you know, literally, you, anybody who needs anything, feel free to reach out. I'll tell you right now, I have a team. Yes, I have a team, and my team operates my pages and stuff, but I'll tell you 90% of the time, I'm the one responding to you on my DMs just Man. because I'm very personal and I like to respond to my audience. So I'm gonna, it's most likely going to be me. Uh, very few times it's going to be my team when it comes to like DMing people 
especially when it's uh, something personal or it's a connection we're trying to build. For me, that's just important. For me, that's how you build authenticity. So um, don't hesitate, reach out if you need anything, I'm, I'm here to serve. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh, I'm sure we'll do that again in the future. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Definitely, brother. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully, you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. And don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday.